Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What we call the Dallas Hey, welcome to the Sportive. Uh, this is a slightly different episode. Brandon is off tonight because Brandon, if you follow Brandon on Twitter, you saw what he was up to last night, which was winning another state tournament in the uh, Town Ball Association. He and his Minnetonka Millers won their 49th straight Town Ball Championship. So congratulations to them. And if you saw Brandon, you know that what he was doing was drinking beer out of his friend's grandma's prosthetic leg, which <laughs> is as one does when one wins a championship. So good for him, but he's off tonight because he is not not awake right now. And also I think his wife is pretty angry with him just because he's, I'm sure he's played 50 million baseball games. So tonight what you're getting is me and Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hey, John. Uh, how's it going? Uh, it, it's going well. Um, oh, I, I should uh, can, mention that Clarence is on his summer sabbatical too, so Clarence mm-hmm. won't be here yep. either. Yeah. Can I just say, I'm just glad that a little small town like Minnetonka finally had some recognition in the state baseball tournament. Yeah. All those like, nice big go- city suckers from like Dundas and Meeseville, you know, those guys, uh, screw them. Yeah. I'm just glad Minnetonka finally got some recognition. Eat that Rosen Express. I actually... Yeah. I understand the Class B and the Class C tournaments because Class B and Class C are the ones that are, like you say, Dundas and Meesville, and then Class C is the towns that are like the Hadley Butter, the Hadley Buttermakers, which Royce mm-hmm. wrote a column about today. Um, that are towns that basically don't exist except for a town ball team. Rosen, which was mm-hmm. near Ortonville, was that way, and of course Ortonville was the same way because Ortonville is not a particularly large town either when it when it comes to town ball. So I get that kind of town ball, but then there's the class A teams that are in the Twin Cities area and some of them are sponsored by companies and some of them are oh, like yeah. Minnetonka and community based. It just seems like a very different, almost not corrupt version of town ball, but it's just a very different way of approaching town ball. A false terrible version that we're ashamed <laughs> of Brandon about? Is that No, what that's not at all oh, what okay. I'm saying. Oh, we're oh, very proud okay. of Brandon. I, I okay. legitimately went through all the state tournaments and looked up the box scores and saw how he did and thought, yep, that's our boy. I'm proud of him. Proud of you, B. Yep. Good job, Brandon. Proud of you. And that whole prosthetic drinking thing, that's what normal people do. Yep. That's definitely what a middle-aged man does with his mm-hmm. time. So don't feel bad about that at all. No, nor should you. So, so, so that was Brandon's night. That's why Brandon's off. Clarence is on summer sabbatical. So, Stu, did we ever come up with a just me your and boys. You show name? Like when it's Brandon and Clarence, <laughs> it's the Super Show. Yeah, uh, like, this is just two best friends talking. Yep, this, this is, is the a, best friends. It's show. the BFT. We call it the <laughs> BFT. Best friends talking. Yep. So, uh, let's uh, let's do this, John. What do we want to open with? Let's get started with the controversy of our time caused by. Local secret agent Mike Zimmer, who, when confronted <laughs> with with questions from the media, was unwilling to give them anything. And I think that's important when you're the coach of an NFL team. That I think being taking a Bill Belichick-like attitude towards the media naturally begets success. Because <laughs> if we didn't know, if Mike Zimmer didn't tell us Teddy Bridgewater had a sore shoulder, we wouldn't have known... 
and therefore other teams wouldn't have known about it either as if this was somehow a secret. I, what I'm talking about, of course, is Bridgewater. I, I think we decided to call it Bridgewatergate. Is that right, Steve? Yeah, I think Bridgewatergate is what, obviously, with water in his last name, it was sort of, you know, a pretty pretty much a slam dunk as far as what you're going to yeah. call it. It was it was a foregone conclusion. It was it was less disappointing than when Ryan Lochte got into all that trouble and in, people started using the hashtag Lochtegate instead of the obvious one, which was Lock Mess. Exactly. That's just stupid. They, which was yeah. it was disappointing, but Bridgewatergate yeah. fairly obvious. Anyway, Teddy Bridgewater suddenly couldn't throw. Didn't play against Seattle unexpectedly. I think I. I think people did expect him to play, and he didn't uh, play at PA, all. Yeah, the uh, broadcast, I believe, PA was talking about you know what they expected out of Teddy Bridgewater in the first couple of drives, and they went to commercial, and then they came back and said that Sean Hill was starting. So, Did yeah, PA it, sound <clears throat> almost despondent, like angry and sad no, and disappointed no, all in one? He only sounds angry and sad when the Vikings are losing in the fourth quarter, usually. <laughs> so Which they he was just like, oh, do. well, coach's decision. And, you know, and then the whole broadcast was marked by the fact that, you know, they had Ben Lieber on the sideline not asking the tough questions. Just, you know, it was there, – there was no information to be gotten. I mean, they could have asked, they could have asked a follow-up question like, why is Teddy sitting after coach's decision? And he goes, well, what drove the decision? That's that's the follow up question to ask, right? Yeah, I, and then if he then if he still resists, it's like okay, guy. Well, there you go. I think everyone would have been you know fine if he had just asked a follow up, but Lieber did not did not do that, and obviously PA and Wabi and gang are not gonna you know press too hard on those things. And we found out the next day from Ben Gaslin of ESPN that Teddy has a sore shoulder, and <laughs> everyone made the joke that he. Heard it throwing a fifty-yard touchdown pass the previous week because he's just not used to doing that type yeah, of thing. Which is, everyone made the same good, joke, which was, line. "How oh, could yeah. you tell?" Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess that, well, there's two aspects to this. One is like, how concerned are you about the actual injury and in the Vikings' backup situation, and what do you think of Zimmer being, you know? Belichick slash secret squirrel about this stuff, and uh, um, let's take the last part first, since we already were the, the much funnier part first. The part that doesn't actually yeah. concern us. Yeah, I mean, I think he's still a little surly after last year when he got busted lying by. I think Vensel busted him on lying about some sort of was it Captain Munnerlin or something like that. I can't remember what the whole thing was, but you know, he yep, you guys got me. And then he's been kind of seething about that ever since. I think Mike, he seems like he seems like the type of guy who seethes a lot. I think, yes. and that's kind of why Clarence and him get along so well. I think Just Mike that. Zimmer, in many ways, like Clarence, he doesn't like being told what to do by anyone. And <laughs> ever, yeah, if for any reason, he just he doesn't like having to explain himself. He just would rather you said thank you, thank you for your answer, Coach. <laughs> And we're done questioning you. He doesn't. Yes. He doesn't want to have to explain himself. He doesn't want to have to explain his reasoning. He doesn't want to tell you what he what he was thinking. He doesn't want to go back and ex- explain what drove his decision. He just wants to say this is my decision and be done with it. It's like you know when the Met Council comes to Clarence's house and says, "Hey, we're going to put a put a yep. put a light rail uh, track right through your yard." We're gonna Clarence we're just, gonna go ahead and we're gonna build a high speed train to Rochester right through your yeah. backyard. Clarence says, "Oh, nope, nope, you're nope. not gonna do that. Not gonna do that." And I, the, the thing about Clarence and probably about Zimmer too is that if they were like in a car accident and the paramedic came to the window and said, uh, "We're gonna cut that seatbelt off, yeah," so just hold tight. Clarence would be like, "Nope, not nope, gonna do that. I'm good. Nope, not I'm gonna good. hold tight." I'm gonna go ahead and not do what you're telling me to do. Yeah, got a couple Doesn't buddies like coming. Yeah, got a couple of buddies coming. We'll get this taken care of. Don't don't worry about it. And yep. Yeah. So so it, yeah, that's, yeah, it it's, was it's, most... it's his person. Yeah, it's his personality. It's just that's that's who Mike Zimmer is. He doesn't like being told what to do. He's kind of a red ass, and you know it's... that'll it'll it'll always it'll it'll be fine as long as he wins. It's not a big deal as long as he wins. It's hard to believe that he interviewed for like 25 NHL, NHL, NFL head coaching jobs before he actually got one with an attitude like that. (laughs) 
it's almost like he's sort of unpleasant to deal with. <laughs> so yeah, I. Uh, yeah, it yeah, mostly it's, was it's, just. It mostly is just funny whenever a football coach pulls this routine of, well, I'm just not going to tell you what I'm not going to tell you, and he's, yeah. he, they act. It's exactly the same thing like when an ABC News reporter is in Iraq during the war and they're like, well, the Pentagon didn't didn't want to tell us. And they'll cut to a shot of the Pentagon guy telling, oh, we're just not going to tell you. That's something that it matters if they don't tell you. We're not going to tell you about troop movements because yeah. we're not going to give the enemy any information on our troop movements. Because if we do say anything, then Geraldo's going to draw a picture in the sand and, yeah. you know. Yeah, here's Geraldo yeah. with a live feed of our troops sneaking up behind this building. Oh, and they seem to have discovered something. Yes, half a unit gets fragged because of Jerry Rivera. But yeah, I it's just it's it doesn't impact anybody. It makes it harder for the media to do their jobs. And then of course the media gets yelled at on Twitter because everyone still likes Mike Zimmer. So the you know the guy if this had been Childress, oh my god. <laughs> they, they would have been, but but since they still like Zimmer, they're like you know curious yeah. about why Teddy didn't play, and then Zimmer says, "Well, it's my decision," and then everyone's, "Oh, okay, that's good enough." Why are you asking the question? Yep. And of course, that just makes no sense at all. So. And then then Zimmer gives out press passes that say "media jackal" on him, and then he puts mm-hmm. them all in a pen and jeers yeah. at them from the stage, and Viking fans surround them and make death threats, yeah. and yeah, everyone thinks it's great. It is. Trump 2016. Um, it's uh, so yeah. I I don't care. The uh, real important thing, obviously, is is Teddy actually hurt? Because oh boy, if he's hurt, yeah, oh boy. Because we saw. I mean, I watched the first half of the game against my better judgment. Because um, the Twins are on, so obviously the yeah, <laughs> a Vikings so friendly is a that. much better option. <laughs> Vikings um, friendly, HGTV, yeah, some yeah. Olympic sport you don't even understand, like handball, exactly. anything, but watch anything Olympics. better than that. So, um, Sean Hill looks exactly like Sean Hill should look. He's a thirty, yep, he's an undead year zombie. old, immobile uh, quarterback with an average arm. That's mm-hmm. what he looked like. He made a couple. Decent he was throws. never a he was never a good quarterback, and now he's old. No, now he's exactly he's. He, he is exactly he is a veteran backup that he was, can, they could conceivably get by for like a game or two during the season. Sean Hill you know, was playing they, at they, Tulane when I was in junior high. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not even so, sure that's untrue. No. I'm pretty sure a lot of that I'm pretty is sure actually true. I'm pretty sure you're right. So, um, yeah, if, if it's – and then he was in practice at least the first half of this week. He was out. Teddy was still out, and Dude your guy, age. Dave's guy, Joel Stave, <laughs> was running oh. the offense. Joel Stave, the worst of all the Minnesotans. And I know, I know, we'll get into like what we think will happen this season. You know, probably in two weeks before the season starts, when we have Clarence back, and we can. Yep, the famous Vikings know, preview is probably two weeks yeah. away here. And I was talking about this with friend of the show, Josh Fiddler, and uh, I was thinking, you know, like in that eleven and five range, and but this was before. <laughs> We had yep. the, the prospect of a Joel Stave led team going against like Arizona and Carolina on the road. Um, yeah, if if so, Teddy's the quarterback, eleven and five, not out of the realm of possibility. If I think yeah. I, I Joel think Stave or Sean Hill is the quarterback. One in fifteen is a very possible. It's a, yeah, I mean, record. well, I, I think the defense can get them four or five wins. I yeah, think. I think they're that. The good. defense scores fourteen points. <laughs> exactly. If they get that scoring defense gone. They get Marcus Sherrill's running downhill like that. It's it's anybody's ball game. <laughs> Everson Griffin but, recovers a fumble and drop kicks a field goal yeah. somehow and gets him three that way. And yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, for all and I know there's still a fair number of Teddy skeptics out there. Um, I I can't what what uh, what did Clarence call the the Teddy haters? Last the Teddy year? Truthers. The Teddy Truthers. That's right. <laughs> so, um, I think. Uh, even they, in their you know infinite wisdom of being wrong about Teddy, would uh, agree that he's still easily the only way they're going to get in the playoffs this year is with a healthy Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. So which, I mean, it, to be it's fair, okay for them I, to be wrong, which they are. They're wrong about Teddy Bridgewater. That's fine. You're allowed to be wrong because you're wrong. Yep. But um, if he's not healthy, they're doomed. And 
obviously he could be healthy and then get killed by the offensive line at some point. That's <laughs> obviously the major fear. Yeah, We've talked about that ad infinitum, ad nauseum. As long as um, Matt Khalil is on the field, there's a yeah. chance that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be dead by the end of the day. Yes. Just, you know, planted face first into mm-hmm. the brand new turf of U.S. Bank Stadium, and it's, it's it will all just be sad. Just a purple smear in midfield. And Khalil yeah. standing there sort of scuffing his feet into the ground <laughs> yeah. like a big galoot. Oh, exactly. shucks. Another one. But, um, Happen again. Happen again, coach. Yeah, but yes, I mean, as far as the rest of that game went, the defense looked great. They they stood, you know. We do they, have to remember that Seattle is probably the only team the in the NFL that has offense, a more offensive porous line. offensive line than the Vikings. Exactly. You watch <laughs> just uh, Seahawks Twitter is a. They I had to be a. They're 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 not they're not pleased with that offensive. They line. They had a terrible offensive line last year, and then they lost their best two players from the offensive line. So, so yeah, that's oof. not good. That's that's not a good offensive that's, line there. Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson will make some plays, you know, when he's you know out in the pocket and stuff like that. But yeah, that was a bad offensive line, and the Vikings. God, Everson Griffin looks fantastic. He does sort of he, look monstrous out there. Yeah, he looks really good. So um, yeah, I think that they they looked fine. So that's yeah. Um, my review of the friendly um, from last Thursday was uh, really hope uh, we have a healthy quarterback and the defense is going to be fine. Yep. There's there's my review. And, and I saw um, something. Ben, really, I saw something earlier tonight that said Teddy's back to normal reps in practice today, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I think, think he, our, he started throwing. He was off. They were off on Monday, or Monday he didn't practice. They're off Tuesday, and the last couple of days have been normal. Yep, throwing. So yeah, I think I think we can stand down. We can take it back down to like DefCon two. So <laughs> we don't have to yep. maintain DefCon one here. Scramble the Jets and uh, try to get a helicopter or a private plane down to kiln mississippi so i think, I think <laughs> oh, we'll be no. okay or hattiesburg oh. um, um why, but as far why? as uh um the uh when is the uh we call it the dress rehearsal yep um, when is the friendly the, when is the, the all-important is the friendly, third friendly on it's not I tonight honestly, is it i have no idea honestly you probably should check that out <laughs> dang it why I don't think it's tonight. No, why can't isn't be tonight. Josh, why isn't Josh Fiddler here all the time just in case we have problems like this? Oh, God. Um, but, we yeah, we need Josh here all fall, and we need Wade here to just live fact. If Wade yeah. was our producer, it would help a lot of things. Like if, if Wade could just come and live fact check, like uh, Tony Reale on Pardon the Interruption, back when Pardon the Interruption was good. Something like that. Yeah. See, hold on, hold on here. It's the friendly's on. I, I looked it up. The friendly's on Sunday. Oh, Sunday, really? Yeah, the friendly's wow. Sunday at noon, like a regular, uh, a regular game. So wow, okay. Why, it is that's the, weird, isn't it? It is the only Sunday noon game. Huh? Maybe I it's because the new stadium. Uh, they I wonder if it's a na- it is it a national game? Maybe. Maybe it's just maybe it's a maybe it's a dress rehearsal for everybody. It's a dress it rehearsal be. for. The neighborhood. It's a dress rehearsal mm-hmm. for. I mean, maybe they'll be able to get fans into the stadium without a stampede and people dying. Like, no, the let's, rest of let's the not let's not think anything silly like that. I think it's going to be a complete clusterfuck again. Oh, I so I actually I do wish a little bit that I was going on Sunday just to watch the absolute mm-hmm. chaos of. Yes, yeah, so you're not going to be like in a hurry, but then you never know. If, you know, something comes up and you got to get out of there. Then you're you're screwed yeah. along with everybody else. If you're so. in the upper deck. Consider trying to find a place to jump from. <laughs> I'm not telling you. a nice, yeah. A pile of dead birds awaits you. You'll probably survive. <laughs> just landing on a pile of bald eagles that have crumbled. Slide the, down at the foot of the stadium, rotting pigeons to a safe landing on the concrete. You will not. You will not get out the conventional route. If you follow the arrows to the exit, you'll be stuck on waiting for an escalator for 30 minutes, and then right. the escalator will go off, and you'll die in a fire. So exactly. That's yeah. U.S. Bank um, Stadium. Our, that's, yeah, that's our recommendation is don't go to any Vikings games. Yep. But you didn't listen because I think they announced they, that every game is sold out. Yeah, and, and the single game tickets are sold out. So so apparently uh, that uh, worked out well for Ziggy. So that's that's good. Boy, it's nice that something good finally happened for Ziggy. I'm just happy for him and his mob-like uh, activities. That's, yep. Uh, and the, you can't sue me for that because I'm quoting a judge. Just want to <laughs> point that out to... If Lester truth, Bagley is listening truth to is this. a defense against libel. <laughs> there you go. 
Dan Anderson, former No Juice podcast. I don't know if it's former. I guess they just haven't done a No Juice podcast for a while. But Dan they Anderson, both have, they, they have between them like five kids under the age of one and a half. Yeah. Somehow so they, really, that really impacts your podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm about to find out, Stu. That's well, that's happening soon. Okay, well, just that's just you're just having one though, not five. Yeah, those two idiots. <laughs> so. Yeah, Dan really made a mistake by having quadruplets. Yeah, I should then not putting have done them that. putting them all out on a dock and dropping them into a lake. <laughs> exactly. Good. It's a good. It went viral though, so I guess, it did. You know, he's the he gets the last laugh. Dan that YouTube viral. money. That YouTube money spends you know just the same as regular money. He had a, he had a great tweet today. I'm not actually sure what he was what he was quoting when he was tweeting this, but Lester Bagley saying, "Man, there were some dark days." Talking about getting a half billion dollars of taxpayer mm-hmm. money to build a stadium. Poor Lester <laughs> Bagley. It's just. <laughs> It's just rough to be that guy. Yeah. We had to, you know, threaten to take a beloved franchise and move him to Los Angeles where nobody would have gave a shit about him. Yeah. Those were dark days for me in my job. I really hope the the Rams who did move to Los Angeles, their their team owner also owns my favorite soccer team. And I really, he is the worst at everything. He's, and I he really is hope just he, a scumbag. I really hope that, I really hope that the Los Angeles Rams never win a game. Like they bring Jim Everett back to be the quarterback and lose every game again. <laughs> that would be outstanding. <laughs> that's for some reason that's all I remember of the Los Angeles Rams before they moved to St. Louis was Jim Everett was the quarterback, and I'm pretty sure the Vikings played him in the playoffs one year. I think you're right. Beat them. I think Mike Merriweather. Yeah, I think Mike Merriweather. I I think there was also that game against the L.A. Rams where. The Vikings blocked a punt in overtime, and there was a yep, safety, and they won. That was the game where they kicked. I, I Rich believe, Carlos. Yep, that was, I believe that was also the game Rich Carlos kicked seven field goals, and also the game where Jerry Burns just at well one of the many games where he just yeah. lost it after the game, but one of the just few is that was that was recorded for posterity. Mm-hmm. I think that was the Anderson Sue coming up. They put they put, they put picture up on the screen and boom. That that's not Bob Schnelker's <laughs> fault. <laughs> Uh, anyway, memories. that might. Now that we're talking about it, that was probably the best of all of the Jerry Burns era Vikings games. Oh yeah, I think, um, uh, no, 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 no. The eighty-seven yeah. playoff victory at San Francisco is the best one. That's true. But I, was, I will give you that. I one. think that's still. Yeah, I think since the last Super Bowl defeat, I think, and I. Pretty sure right, that's the best playoff victory by the Vikings as far as, you know, the stakes and expectations and all that. That was the, that was like that was golden age Niners and they mud stomped them at San Francisco. So that was Didn't they also I, that year beat New Orleans forty four to ten or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they in the beat playoffs? the shit out yeah, and Just, like New Orleans had gone like thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. But they were in San Francisco's division and like San Francisco was fourteen and two. Yeah. So they had a home wild card game. I think the Vikings were down ten nothing early and then, then just your boy Wade Wilson stopped. just went off. <laughs> Wade Wilson and Hassan Jones just went nuts. <laughs> and um yeah, that was a that was a really good two playoff game run and then Darren Nelson. Yeah, the problem was so, it was all leading up to Darren Nelson. So it was all leading up to Darren Nelson, so you just can't have nice things. <sighs> um, so anyway, a friendly preview for uh, the Sunday's game, and I think we play San Diego. I so, think that's um, right. So, I'm, I think they still have Antonio Gates. Uh, um, they haven't signed their draft pick yet, because... signed, and their draft pick's mom is like going on Twitter and yelling <laughs> at the Chargers, which is you know good. Uh, I think San Diego's ownership is notoriously cheap, and they're also trying to yeah they tried move to, to move to Los Angeles or move to St. Louis or move to Las Vegas or who knows where they're trying to move. They tried desperately to move the team and couldn't, so I'm yeah. sure it should be fun to be a Chargers fan this year. Yes, good. That'll be fun for them. I think they they were the ones that tried to share a stadium with the Raiders in Nowheresville, L.A. area or something like that, right? Right. That was the plan? I think so, yeah. Like somewhere like in Irvindale or, you know, some some suburb that doesn't even exist. It's just like a, a zip code where people can, you know, launder money and drugs or something. I don't know. And now the Raiders want to move to a dome in Las Vegas or something like that? That is that right? the uh, thing. Yeah, there was some sort of... They've, like, copyrighted the name Las Vegas Raiders, which is, you know... Well, that's... 
It could be I mean, meaningless, match, but that's a match made in heaven. Vegas and the Raiders. It really is. Yeah, I just mean, a disastrous just... city and a disastrous football team. They should just do. They should just start playing games there and see if anybody says anything. Neither of those things should be so. No, they 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 fit. They go together. What were we talking no. about? The friendly preview. They're playing the San Diego. You said Who it was has Antonio not Gates moving day. What are, and Philip Rivers. This is this is the decider. What what did you call it? This is the one that matters. I can't oh, it's the dress the rehearsal. Preview. The dress rehearsal. The, that's right. We call it the dress rehearsal. We do call it and, the dress um, rehearsal. So, I also call um, it about four other things that aren't right. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the only friendly that matters. And, uh, you know, it's on, on Sunday and, you know, probably you can either do that or, like, Sunday will probably be really busy at the fair. So the yeah. people will be parked on your lawn probably since you're only, like, a mile from there. So that'll be Yeah, people just leave their cars wherever. It's sort of a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome sort of hell. They, they just drive into the cornfield. They just leave their cars. <laughs> leave they, their car there. We'll so go in far enough we won't get towed. It'll be fine. <laughs> they would probably be fine with that. They really should just so. park cars in the cornfield. What the heck? I think so. Exactly. No one's going to care. Yep. Um, so, it's yeah, Falcon that's what Ridge. I know. Um, I guess, so, yeah, Teddy will be healthy. Khalil, I think, is hurt, though, right? Yep. So, so, I mean, it's not like the Vikings have had any problems with tackles. So, yeah, I think so. everything will be fine. Yeah. So, that means I think Willie Beavers moves in. And, uh, well, <laughs> oh, no. No, TJ Clemmings first. Oh, yes, first, you got okay. noted failure at right tackle, TJ Clemmings. Can, yeah. The big story is, all right, he's taking reps at both tackle positions now. So, yeah. we're good to go. You got to spread out those bad reps is the thing. Yep. So Andre Smith at one tackle, T.J. Clemmings at other tackle. Like Willie Beavers is the main backup. I can't see what could possibly go wrong. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be out in Colorado visiting um, our our in laws. So I don't even know. Unless that game's national, I probably won't see it. So I'm gonna need you to take thorough notes. And uh, well, I do have a history of watching the friendlies. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I I had you know I had no intention of watching a full half of football, but I. Ended up doing that yeah. last week. But so here we we'll are. See. It's, here we are. It's so easy to get sucked in. You think, oh, yeah. oh, this is, like I said many times in this podcast, I always think this is the year that I'm not going to pay so much attention. And then, yep, same here. Opening day, right there, ready to watch yep. 14 hours watch of football. One. Yep. Got three different bags of snacks and mm-hmm. two different dips and um, um, an adult-sized diaper to just never to have f- to... Throw yeah. all the food directly into, just cut out exactly. the middleman. Exactly. I'm not going to get my colon involved in this. I'm just going to go nope. ahead and go straight for the diaper. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, that's football. That's, that's football so Sunday yeah. right there. That's a so there's, there, there's our preview, everybody. So aren't you glad you didn't listen to whatever the Daily Norseman does? Um, <laughs> Why would you want to <laughs> listen to a podcast that has information rather than our with podcast? With people who know what they're talking about. So I uh, if so you're yeah, if you're actually on the lookout for a podcast preview like x's and o's preview of the vikings what are you even doing here exactly this it's, is your fault this is not our fault you this deserve this fault. we got 27 minutes into this before you realize that we don't know what we're talking about so you've made your bed you're lying in it shut up yep and leave us a five-star review on itunes thank you i we should go live read some of the reviews at some point i'm pretty sure they're all oh, from God. either wade or dan mick <laughs> they said my name wade <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on from the Vikings, I think, yes. Stu, do you still have a Twins pop quiz for us? Yep, hold, I'm pulling it up right now. Hold on. Here. I say it for this us, is gonna be but at this point it's for me because Brandon's off and Clarence is off. Mm-hmm. And so no, it'll be really good because just... you're, you're a pretty good uh, test marker here, I think. Yeah. A, good, uh, a good case here. I'm going to hold on. This is show prep. Okay. This is what I we gave, do for show yep. prep. I gave myself this quiz on Tuesday because I realized that I really hadn't been paying attention just because the Twins have been so bad. And they were good for three weeks, and now they're super bad again. We can talk about that later if we want to, but I don't think they deserve it, frankly. So yep. here's um, I got five out of ten on this quiz, John, which is very simple. Name right, the I'm ten ready. playoff teams if the season were to end today. Oh man, the five American League this, teams, the five National this, League teams. This is the entire. This is the entire quiz. Yes, ten point Just quiz. Name them. All right, here we go. Uh, okay. The Cleveland Indians. Yes. The Toronto Blue Jays. See. <laughs> yes. The Boston Red Sox. Yes. Um, the Texas Rangers. 
Wow, yes. And the Cleveland Indians? You already said them. I did? Yes. The... I'll let you name any American League team. I need one more. Yes, you've gotten four out of five, which is, again, that's fantastic. I, I got three, I'm going to say so. team number five is the Baltimore Orioles. Wow. Five out of five, yes. John. That's great. Okay. And National League. i got to do National, National League. League, too. Yes. The Cubs. The Cubs have yep. won every game they've yep. played this year. I, yes. I know we're not a National League podcast, but I think the it's Cub, notable. The Cubs and Cleveland were the two easy ones. I think it's notable right. that, the, that the Cubs are 125-0 and 0 at this point. Which yes, it's, pretty, it's a record. Pretty it's a record for sure. Um, the Nationals are also good this year. Yep. Wow, you are 7 out of 10. Oh, man. Now, now I'm getting nervous. The Dodgers. The Dodgers are good this year. 8 out of 10. This oh. is crazy. Um, who else is good or passable? I'm going to say the Giants. Nine out of ten. I got one more. You got one more. I'm going to say the second wild card team in the National League right now mm-hmm. is the St. Louis Cardinals. Unbelievable. Ten out yes! of ten. Yes! Okay. So <laughs> when I thought you were going to struggle on this... I was going to say, you know, I just don't think anybody really is paying attention around here anymore just because the Twins are so bad. I mean, I I knew the Cubs and I knew the Nationals. That was it. And I knew uh, Cleveland, um, Boston, and I guessed um, the other, uh, what was the other one? Toronto. But so I got five out of ten, and I had nothing beyond that. Here's the thing, Stu. What you fail to take into account here is that I'm 34 years old, and I'm the only person left in America under the age of 50. Mm-hmm. Like, if you took – there's AARP. If there was an mm-hmm. anti-AARP, uh, a lobbying group for those of us <laughs> under 55, I would be the only person that makes a point of reading the sports section of the newspaper every day and studying the standings in the scoreboard page. Okay. So. Well, this, this I, quiz was a failure. Is what I asked the wrong quiz to the wrong person. I, I apologize. So. I apologize for ruining the quiz with my habit that my habit from the 1920s. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's 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 fine. I just feel bad. There's really nowhere else to go with this. I just was going to make a larger point about. Yeah, the larger uh, point. The, the twins the have just ruined is... my ability to enjoy baseball, and I actually enjoy baseball, and uh, <laughs> they've ruined it. I think a, a more interesting quiz would be at this point. All right. The tw- today the twins sent down Tyler Duffy and Jose Barrios. Mm-hmm. They're two can you best name, young starting pitchers. <laughs> can you name the four pitchers in the twins starting rotation that aren't Irvin Santana at this point? Nope. And by the way, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm actually hoping you'll tell me. One of them's got to be Kyle, Kyle Gibson. Gibson, yeah, because he just got ruined again. Yeah. Every um, fifth day he goes out there and he fails. So, see the guy we got from uh, the Angels. Yeah, Hector Hector Santiago. Hector Santiago. Uh, uh, Tommy Malone, Mommy Malone is still is uh, he still in the Tommy. Yeah, he might be. And. Let's say Nick Blackburn. Yep. Um, Pat Light is he a starter? Pat Light. I thought he was a reliever. Pat Dean. It's Pat Dean. Isn't is it, it Pat Dean? I think it's Pat Dean. Is it Andy? <laughs> Somebody tweeted at the podcast account that the Twins called up Andrew Albers again, so maybe he's going yes, into the did. rotation. It's, yeah, they sent down Berrios and Duffy and called up Albers and a player to be named later. <laughs> so nobody <laughs> they they traded a player to be named later to themselves. <laughs> they might have. So who knows? I I assume it'll be a pitcher. I mean, that's and this was a game that I was playing earlier in the summer. Was who's then the Twins bullpen? Because I had no idea. They yeah. just would. They were throwing guys out there I had never heard of, and it's like, oh, really? That's like, a, like Neil Ramirez. The <laughs> fuck's a Neil Ramirez? <laughs> Is Neil Ramirez still in the bullpen? No, they like. Uh, I think they DFA'd him. So. Yeah, I don't think we talked enough about Buddy Boschers, who's a cartoon bear. Exactly, got, got to pitch <laughs> a lovable cartoon bear who's like sells toilet paper or something. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, I. Boy, this is. Everyone's getting fired, aren't they? They. They just, almost. I'm, 
as as my brother Dave pointed out on Twitter today, the fact that they signed a bunch of pitchers who don't strike out or walk guys, so they put the ball in play as much as possible, and then put behind them the worst collection of defensive players ever assembled, mm-hmm. just shows that they don't understand what they're doing. They don't seem yeah. to have any... They don't seem to have the first clue of, here is what we do, here is how we baseball. Mm-hmm. They they yeah. run out Trevor Plouffe at DH every day, even though Trevor Plouffe is a terrible hitter. And mm-hmm. they take Miguel Sano, who's a great power hitter, and they say, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe a little seasoning. Maybe maybe that's what we need. Maybe a guy who hits 40 home runs in his first 162 games, maybe he should go back to the minors while proven veteran Trevor Plouffe is up here striking out five out of every seven at bat. It's, yeah, they're all getting fired. Yeah. I don't see. Do you think Molitor how, gets fired? I think they clean out everybody. Just start over. They, they yeah, they hire a GM who's there to say, "Here's so what you can, you know, if you want to keep anybody, you can, but it's all your call." <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they're all getting. I mean, this last run of games. I mean, this has just been just a brutal display of baseball. You know, and, I mean, and we hate to be right. We we don't like saying "I told you so" on this podcast, mm-hmm. but. It was a couple weeks ago when everything looked like it might be wine and roses, and the, the mm-hmm. Twins were great, and they'd won 20 out of their last 38 games or what, whatever middling record we were excited yes. about. We did say on this podcast, this is the same team that lost 45 of its first 46 games. Yep. They can do it again, and sure enough, here we are. They've sure, lost... Exactly. Six in a row. Yeah, six in a row and 12 out of 15 or something like that. And not, not nail biters either. No. I mean... The only the only amazing thing when you talk about checking checking the standings, the only amazing thing is you look at the Twins number and then you look at the Braves number to see where they're drafting next year, and the Braves lose every single day too. It's amazing how bad the Braves are. They're the only they're really bad. It you have to be an amazingly untalented team to stay three steps ahead of the Twins for this entire year, and they've done it. They've yeah, been this, yeah, tip your. Tip your cap to them. I mean, they've been super bad. <laughs> Good job, Atlanta Braves. You are exactly. You are both terrible and fleecing the taxpayers of your area. Yeah, exactly. Oi, so, Oi is right. So that's baseball talk. That's that. That's oh, this season needs to end. Forfeit the rest of it. Pretty it's much fine. So um, I think we'll uh, turn the the floor over to you, John, for our footy update. Yeah, well, I I don't have a footy update necessarily so much as were you at the announcement on Friday, Stu? It, I was, it not, was in St. No. Paul, and you're a St. Paul guy, so I am, and I've got some contacts with the team, but I was yep. not able to make it because my day job was needed me to be day jobbing, so I did mm. not go to the announcement. Day jobbers be day jobbing, exactly. So, well, it was it was over at CHS Field. It it rained, and it was really. I made the joke on Twitter. A lot of people made the joke on Twitter of, boy, these MLS announcements get better every time. I can't wait for the next couple of MLS announcements. Because they had, I uh, was it last February, I want to say? They had one in downtown Minneapolis, which was the official announcement that they were getting a team. And then this one was officially announcing that they will start playing in MLS next season, which everyone sort of knew already. It was, yeah. it was one of those things that was always anytime anybody reported on it they said is widely assumed or has wide been widely reported or yeah. is widely assumed speculated. To be, yeah, widely speculated multiple sources indicate basically saying everyone knows they're going to start in 2017 they just haven't said officially yet and yeah. mls is such sort of such a disaster that anything could happen and we'd believe it yeah and they're going back to um st paul they'll be playing at or i'm sorry they're going to a tcf yep for 2017. And I I don't think it would be very surprising if they played at TCF for, for part of 2018 as well. Yeah, because we have no idea we don't, you know, how long they haven't, they're still. They haven't started it's not construction. their fault. They haven't started construction <laughs> on their stadium yet. I don't – there's really no word whether they're going to start on the stadium before the actual stadium tax break gets passed. I don't know if they're going to put shovels in the ground and – now that there's no special session, who knows when that'll happen? So there's a lot yeah. still up in the air in terms of actual building the stadium. I think. Yeah. I, I they wouldn't could be, be a TCF for two years. I wouldn't I mean, be that's... entirely surprised if they just started building it anyway. But so anyway, that's happening. the the big The big part of the announcement on Friday was 
another thing that had been widely assumed and widely speculated that they had to change their name, which is basically based off of one set of reports earlier in the year where someone with who knew people inside MLS had said that Minnesota would have to change their name and not be United because DC United already exists and Atlanta United is entering the team, entering the league next year. And there was a lot of speculation as to why that was. The funniest ones were that Arthur Blank, who is the Atlanta United slash Atlanta Falcons owner, had somehow convinced the league office that there couldn't be two Uniteds joining at once. And so a team that didn't exist would be named United and a team that already did exist and was named United would have to change it. Which is funny because it's fun to imagine Arthur Blank is an evil idiot because he's an <laughs> NFL team owner. But that was really all there was to that. It wasn't like Arthur Blank released a public statement that said, yeah, we don't want another United. So we'll never know what the actual truth was. But MLS got a little bit smart and decided, you know what, we're just not going to have him change their name. Which is <laughs> it's fine. It's mostly just nice to not have another name change because this... It would have been, it, had they changed their name, it would have been the seventh name for a pro soccer team since 1979 or something like that. So it, it, it as someone who knows about soccer, it just gets tiresome explaining to other people what the team is named. So it's nice to not have another name change. But you know, it's not what I would have named the team in the first place. It, it's It's nice that it's the same. It's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. That was the big part of the announcement on Friday, so. It's unobjectionable, except that, you know, it's, you know, it's still a singular, which is weird. Yeah. You know, and it's more of a me thing. I, than... I inadvertently started a fire on Twitter where I asked, Uh-oh. I asked Star Tribune copy editors, Brian Stensas, who's been a guest on this podcast. Yes. Good is. old Sten Station is a, a buddy yes. of ours. And Got we'd him. have Ken Chan as well, but we couldn't he's, actually broadcast that us. because. Yeah. More than anything, we'd start fighting about Bo Ryan, and yeah. we we just don't need to talk about Bo Ryan anymore on this podcast. Yeah. But I asked them. I know that the Vikings are plural, and the Wild is singular, and I know that United is singular too. But there are a number of MLS teams that have nicknames that do not have an S at the end of them. There's, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, two other Uniteds. There's a Crew. There's a Revolution. There's teams that don't have nicknames officially like Toronto sport and sporting Kansas city. So I asked, what do, what do I, what is the star tribune style? And it turned out that the associated press as Patrick Donnelly, who covers games for the associated press came in and said, the associated press style is that everybody is plural Mm -hmm. and we're not going to get into these arguments about whether the wild is or the wild are because mm-hmm. we're just going to say that everybody's plural because it's and a group of people it's then a, i felt it's a plural then i felt terrible because then it was like patrick and kenny were fighting and i like both of those guys a lot and i don't want to cause them to fight and i just i felt terrible about the whole thing don't fight guys it's fine i'll do whatever you say ken just tell me what <laughs> to do and we'll keep patrick out of this but 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 fuck Barry Alvarez just so you know. Yeah. It's just that's just a thing. Brian Rafalski is the worst American. <laughs> he should be in Leavenworth. Yep. He should be in Supermax. He should be in Fort Knox. Exactly. Hey, oh, my dog's hey, barking. Hey, Sophie, how you doing, Soph? Oh, I have a do- I have the door closed too. I don't know. <laughs> I hope no one's breaking into the house. That'd be a real bummer for the podcast. Oh, it might be good for the podcast. Yeah, actually, that'd be that would be almost as good as the time my wife was locked out of the house. <laughs> wow, she's really oh man upset. I'm not going to worry is, about it. This is good audio. Uh, so anyway, it really is. Stu, how do you feel about this MLS thing? You excited? You not excited? What do you What I'm do you feel? Right I think here? it's. I think that's like the next big. I mean, it's not one of the big four, but I think it's. I think it's the next big thing. That well, has let me ask more you. stay in power than NASCAR. Or what ball. makes you say it's not one of the big four? I don't think it's one of the big four yet. Why do you I say that? I mean. Um, because I don't think it's as much as it. I like to troll hockey fans. I don't think it's gotten past hockey yet. And you actually probably know more about the numbers than I do. Maybe that's wrong. Well, it depends maybe, on what numbers maybe with you're their, talking about. With their with their with um, their like just television contracts. Uh, like, does MLS have a better deal than the NHL? Which I wouldn't surprise me. Because Gary Bettman's a goddamn idiot. The MLS does not have a great television contract, and the number, okay. the viewership numbers are awful. 
Okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I think MLS, that's, that's and I think I, if you throw MLS plus the premiership, plus the men's and women's national team, you might say there, and it's a big five now if you count all of those. Yeah, I think it's it's a little strange one because big soccer is soccer is a big five sport. Mm-hmm. MLS might not be a big five league, depending on how you look at yeah. it. I yeah, I I tend to think it is, but of course that. I would say that. But yeah, <laughs> the thing is, if you look at MLS TV ratings versus Premier League TV ratings, mm-hmm. it. When you look at MLS and the Premier League and how many people are interested in them and how invested they feel, and then you throw in the Mexican League on top of that, which is by far the most viewed and most popular league in America, only we don't talk about it because we don't speak Spanish and so nobody talks about it. But, you know, in a lot of ways, MLS is the third place, the third most popular league in America, which is strange, but... Uh, at their current pace of expansion, they're going to have 49 teams by the year 2024. <laughs> so by then, hopefully, every every mid-sized American town will have a team, and they can just go from there, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, I think I'm glad that there is a team, and there's definitely, I think, an interest level. I think there's enough here to support a team. I don't think that's mm-hmm. even in doubt at this point. No, and I think they'll do very think- well. Yeah, I think this is not going to be like the kicks where they're they're going to be here, they're going to be here, and then 1981 is going to roll around. And well, where where did the kicks go? Yeah, didn't they? Then, to, did they have those big parties over on 494 at the Steak and Ale? And then they're not there anymore. Stu, did you ever go to I a think kicks game? Is, no, I did not. I went. To, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. I went to a Twins game like the night after there had been a big old kicks throwdown, like they had, you know had a playoff game and had a, you know, just a giant tailgate party. And there were still just, there's like police tape in the parking lot. I think there had been some, some damage to the field that you could see like where they had had the, one of the nets. And I think they had like, I don't know if they had tried to tor- tear it down or something, but there were still marks on the, it was in the outfield grass where the, where the net had been. And um, yeah, so it's, I, I had been there. I'd seen the aftermath of a kicks game. Yep. And even my my young mind grasped that there was oh okay that's that's how that's how they do it in their family. So. <laughs> the kicks were um, popular in a way that didn't necessarily involve soccer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was uh, like uh, the like the infield at the Kentucky Derby. You went not you yep. weren't interested in horse racing so much as just getting loaded on <laughs> mint juleps and burfing in a porta john. <laughs> So, but yeah, I, I, I think it's, I'm, I'm glad it's here. I think it's a good thing for, especially to have for St. Paul. I think it's a, it's a big deal, especially that part of, you know, the midway area isn't exactly like, you know, it isn't uptown or it isn't lower town. It isn't Northeast. It's not like a, a neighborhood. Yeah. We got, we got to go to Midway. (laughs) Midway is mostly a place that you go there and you're like, Oh, I think I went to the. I think I went to this store over here one time. Boy, yeah. I didn't know that. I guess that is over here, isn't it? Oh, the ugly building. That's where the ugly building is. It's on Midway. So. <laughs> I, th- I think I've said on the podcast that I saw a slideshow of the 10 ugliest buildings in the world once, and the Spruce Tree Center in St. Paul is on that list. <laughs> if if the, you're making that list and you don't have the Spruce Tree Center on it, you are just not. The inside-out bathroom at the Jesus corner of Snellingham University. Exactly. It's just the worst. Uh, oh god. No, it'll yeah, be good some... for Midway. I do you, you I do sort of wonder that if St. Paul could have it to do over again, would they kind of like to put the soccer stadium where the Saints stadium is and maybe put the Saints stadium somewhere else? I guess the Saints play an awful lot down there, so it is kind yeah, of nice having I think I think the Saints are in a perfect spot. I yeah. really do. It just it's kind of tucked right in there just right up against, you know. Boy, that lower town area is kind of is kind of fun it is. though. It's yeah, it's super fun. It's you know, you got during the day, you know, during the work day, you know, you got all the food trucks by Mears mm-hmm. Park, and yeah, and then when there's a, when there's a ball game, there's a ton of you know good bars, good happy hours around there. So. The Bulldog is right there. I, the Bulldog is right there. I went to the Bulldog before the MLS announcement last week, and that was awesome because yep. the Bulldog is awesome. Yeah. And you got your Saint Dinette down there, and you can have a good meal there. It's just it's it's all fun. Yep, so, it's a good so, yeah, neighborhood. It is a good neighborhood. So yeah, I'm glad I'm. I we are we are pro St. Paul on this podcast. I mean, I think even Brandon will say it every once in a while. 
if you get him drunk enough off of prosthetic leg liquor, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll say a nice thing. Even though it's not Minneapolis, he'll say a kind word about St. Paul. And yep. Obviously, Clarence is very decidedly pro-St. Paul. That prosthetic leg moonshine will make Brandon say anything. But. <laughs> That's true. Although St. Paul keeps getting popular with other people who aren't Clarence. That, I do wonder. Well, I mean, Allery's, I saw a story the other day that said Allery's is no longer having naked women as waitresses and instead is I, like a normal bar. It's the, Yeah, they like, uh, the Al passed away, like, I guess, in 2014, and the people who bought it from him just didn't want to... You know, want to do that anymore. We don't want to. We don't want to run a bald face strip joint that serves <laughs> liquor here. Maybe let's just well, make I, this I, a bar. Well, I think they also started charging the cops for drinks now, <laughs> so they probably couldn't get away with that anymore. As 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 Aaron Gleeman mentioned on Twitter, the the one Allery story I have is when we when Parker Hageman had his bachelor party and had a party bus for his bachelor party. But unfortunately, there was also a Gophers-Wisconsin football game that morning. And so most of the people who were going on the party bus started drinking at 9.30 a.m. Yes. And it drank right through into the afternoon when all of them, being middle-aged men, had passed mm-hmm. out and been unable to recover. John Bonus famously yes, John threw Bonas. up in a taxi cab that day. Yep. And not very many people made the party bus. I think we saw you that night. We saw you at yeah, Station you, 280. Yeah, at Station 280. And later that night, we went over to Allery's, and we got there, and we were there for not very long. And when we got back on the party bus after being there for 40 minutes or whatever, Mm -hmm. there was one fewer person. And universally, we said, (laughs) where's this guy? It wasn't one of the people I knew. And three seconds later, the few people who weren't asleep on the party bus said, eh, it's his own fault. Leave him here. And so the party (laughs) bus left. It just left this guy in Allery's. And... I there was some discussion on Twitter of where he went. I think he went to get food or something, but I think there was food at Allery's. So why he left to get food is beyond me. Anyway, especially that part. That, yeah, if, if that was a couple of years ago, there's no place to get food around. Allery's. Exactly. Where are you gonna go? <laughs> there's nothing over there. It's St. Paul. It's ten thirty at night. Everything's closed. Yeah, there was nothing over. You would have to walk to like God. I don't even know where you would go at that time of night. Yeah, you'd have to walk, you'd have to walk to Shamrocks, three miles away, <laughs> over on over on West Seventh Street. Anyway, I think so that was that was Allery's, but now even Allery's is normal. So yeah, that's going to be weird. They took they took the uh, the door the doors off the ceiling. The yep. cop car doors aren't hanging from the ceiling anymore. That's just weird. <laughs> it's same. St. Paul's like becoming a real town. Maybe Clarence yeah. doesn't like it anymore. I don't he know. He might be angry about this. He may, he may just like pack up the Gopher Bar brick by brick and move it to like Inver Grove Heights yeah. or something. <laughs> Let's move this somewhere south, exactly. south of the river. No one will get mad at him about their Confederate flag. Maybe, maybe landfall. Landfall seems like a good place. <laughs> Lauderdale probably. Sir. No, yeah. Lauderdale's by my house. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Isn't that where Donnie Beaupre has his sign business in Lauderdale? No, nobody has a. Nobody has anything in Lauderdale. There are no businesses there. Well, you don't worry. You know, if you aren't going 280 North before uh, the Broadway exit, I think that's where Don Beaupre's sign business is. Oh, really? I think that it's either in Lauderdale or it's on the Lauderdale-Minneapolis border. All right. Well, I really hope this is true because I want former North Stars goaltender Don Beaupre to have a sign business yeah. in Lauderdale, Minnesota. I, I, please fact check that, Wade. Is there a hunt down? Was there a Don Beaupre hunt down? Yes, there was, and I think that was part of it, is that he had a sign business, like an outdoor sign business. All right, well, let's, let's just go ahead and verify this. <laughs> Stu, did you stop doing the hunt down because you ran out of people to hunt down? <laughs> I just got a job writing for other stuff, so I didn't have time for it anymore. Oh, I, I did. I was. It was. It was. I think the last one I did was like John Moses or something like that. They, I, I ran out of people. The snake was eating its tail by that point. I, I'm. Af- I'm afraid to say there's nothing in the Don Beaupre hunt down that indicates boy, whether I, he he does or does not have a sign business. Boy, well, that's that's on me then. I should have. I should have done some due diligence. To see what he was doing. He's an assistant coach for uh, Dinah Hockey. Oh, good. I mean. That's that's good, right? That's great. I'm so happy for him. All right. Well, that's your Don Beaupre news. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, MLS. Um, MLS. I, I don't have anything particular to say about MLS. Obviously, I'm glad it's happening. Uh, I think people will be surprised 
once they find out just how much of a disaster MLS is in terms of weird rules and that kind of thing. I think I'm guessing it won't be too long before MLS Commissioner Don Garber is hated not quite as much as Gary Bettman, but in the same neighborhood. Just because it's it's a crazy league full of crazy people and Okay, now is it a f- are they fun weird rules like multi ball? No, or, there's no multi ball. It's basically or some elements of like luchadors. I mean, like <laughs> masked wrestlers. Yep, it's nothing fun. It's just dumb. Second halves take place in Spanish, all okay. in Spanish. I'd be okay with that. Stu, do you speak Spanish? Uh, no, I'm bad at it. Aren't we all? Yeah, all right, I, I took a couple years of high school Spanish. That's all I got. All all of America took two years of high school Spanish, and none of us know anything about Spanish. <laughs> Como está usted? Everything yeah. after that, they got nothing. Uh, so that's our MLS update. I, I'm sure we'll be hearing more about it. I, I think it'll probably fall into the category, at least in terms of this podcast, of things that I pay attention to and nobody else really does. So we'll see how much we actually talk about it on the podcast. But it's happening, and I'm excited, and... Anybody else can, I suppose, just call me at my house and I'll talk to them for an hour about it. You'd be happy to. Uh, it'll just be like the Viking update of podcasts. Yep. Things like, like you know, you have, you have to do the midnight feeding and stuff and you have yep. to put young Marth Aller to bed, but you're, you know, getting a little bucky. You don't want to get to sleep quite yet. Someone just, just call you, talk about MLS, premiership. Yep. You know, take questions, little La Liga, yeah. Bundesliga. I got it yeah. all. L Tree. L Tree. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, I think the last thing we wanted to mention was the fact that there are no heroes left in Minnesota. All of our heroes are dead, and Sam Jacobson is being charged with felonies for doing an illegal short sale on his house. <laughs> Busted by the ex-wife. <laughs> it, when you read the details of this complaint, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN against him it is amazing so what apparently according to the complaint what sam jacobson did was he took this house that he owed a bunch of money on he sold it to his girlfriend as a short sale got the bank to approve it immediately his girlfriend turned around and sold it for thousands of dollars more and to celebrate the closing they got married which seems like you're asking to be caught. Yeah. And they did. And by the ex-wife. <laughs> um I the quotes from the lawyers were particularly nice of the, the Sam Jacobson's attorney said, and I'm quoting here from the Star Tribune, Sam is a wonderful father and a role model in his community. Well, that's not a, he wasn't accused of not being a wonderful father and a role model in his community. He was accused well, especially of, if your community values fraud, yep. he's a hell of a role model. And his wife also referred to questions to her attorney who said that they're excellent members of their community. I'm confident there was no criminal intent as alleged in this campaign. Uh, <laughs> what they did was they defrauded a bank and got caught, but I'm sure they're stand-up members of the community. I just... I I did think it was funny that they defended themselves, that their lawyer's immediate defense was to say, well, they're part of the community. You can't charge them with a crime. They're leaders. They're community members. How dare you try to charge you, them with defrauding a bank? 
Yeah, I don't think uh, this is this. Hosea Crittenden would never have done this. Exactly. Ariel McDonald never would have done this. Paul Vanderninde never would have done this. Ernest Zigman Zombo never would have done this. Jim Schick and Jansky never would have done this. Randy Brewer. Actually, I think Randy Brewer did do this, didn't he? No, I think you're thinking of Brad Lowhouse. I think I am thinking of Brad Lowhouse, yes. <laughs> Who was not a gopher, but he did play for the Timberwolves. This is the Much segment like... of the podcast we call Name Old Gopher Basketball <laughs> Name Players. Old go- <laughs> uh, it's a good segment, but we're, we're, we're done with that. I just I Sam clearly Jay, we're out of things to talk about. Sam Jake is that he was part of my childhood. He was playing for the Gophers. He he couldn't shoot. My only memory of Sam Jacobson was that he was a he shot a hundred percent from three point land as long as both of his feet were moving away from the basket. Like if he was standing stock still and you passed him the ball and he shot, it would go over the backboard and kill one of the old ladies that lives in that lives in Williams Arena that lives in Williams yeah. Arena that populates the stands at Williams Arena. But if he was moving somehow away from the basket, he was lights out. Couldn't yeah. he? Was like the Gen, he was the Gen X uh, Tyus Jones. Yes. You know, I mean, not the same type of player, but, I mean, South Suburbs. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever he played, like, at a local, you know, a different high school, it would be packed. And, I mean, he was he was the shit. He was the big time. And they actually he actually went to Minnesota, unlike Rick Rickert, or at least to start. Yep. And, uh... He just never quite panned out. He had a couple good games. I mean, he's super athletic. And it was think... am- it was ama- the other thing that was amazing to me to find out from this article was that Sam Jacobson had an NBA career. I had no idea. Yeah, he had drafted. Like for I think first round. I I had legitimately no idea that Sam Jacobson yeah. ever played in the NBA, and then it turns out that he played overseas. Overseas, I would have believed, but mm-hmm. he had a five or six year professional career and made a yeah. made a certain amount of money doing that, of course. But yeah. I'm I'm sure he's not a rich man. He clearly had to defraud a no, bank, according to this complaint. To get, but to get some liquidity. <laughs> you just got to make a little money if you're if yeah. you're moving in moving in with the old girlfriend, but. And if I remember correctly, he was uh, called the Jewish Jordan. Is that true? By some people. No, he's like Lutheran. Really? I think Jake, Jacobson was close enough to it. Everyone to just assumed? Jacobson is a Jewish-sounding name. Yeah. Because Minnesota, our, our closet anti-Semitism kind of bubbles up every once in a while. Right. And that was part of it. But yep. yeah, that's he, I, I guarantee he was, I, I've heard that nickname tossed around for him. And it was never even close to true. The more I find out about the true. closet racism of Minnesotans, the more disappointed I am in all of us. <laughs> People mistook, mistook our stoicism for kindness. Yes. No, just we don't want to talk about how racist we are. We just want to be left alone. <laughs> don't ask us our opinions on anything. Exactly. We'll get into some sort of weird, like, well, you know, if you measure the bumps on their heads, and then you'd, like, get into weird <laughs> racial science. And it's like, shut up, Oli. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, let's. I think that's about all we got here, Stu. Yeah, I think so too. We 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 get a, we got a little podcast out for people, and most importantly, I think the thing that we need to be most proud of is that for once we didn't need Brandon here to do everything. We really didn't, and I think that's good for us. I think it's an opportunity for personal growth for us. To do a podcast without Brandon doing literally all the work to get the podcast yeah. out. Yeah. So I say all this, but now we have to try to save and edit this podcast, and who knows how that'll go. So no one really does. But we made it. We got an hour. Yeah, we. I think we talked about stuff. The best friends radio show is once the, again BFT. successful. Yeah, the BFT best friends went talking a full hour. So um, yeah, I guess I got nothing else. Like I said, I'm going to be going to Colorado. Yeah, what are you going here? Where Where are you going in Colorado? Let's Let's uh, talk a little bit about suburb Colorado. of Denver. Uh, it's where my um, former podcast guest Hunter. Oh yeah, and Sarah. They live uh, in Conifer, which is like a it's a little farther up into the mountains outside of Denver, and uh, that's where uh, Mandy wanted to go for her. It's her birthday coming up next week, and she wanted to go see. She, they, there's a new uh, niece in the picture. So, oh, happy birthday, Mandy! Yeah, yeah, it's her fortieth. Don't tell anybody, but it's her fortieth birthday. So, and that's <laughs> what she wanted to do was go out Fun. to Colorado, spend a week with family, and sightseeing. We're gonna do a college visit while we're out there. Ooh, which college? Celia, uh, Colorado State. All right. So, 
um, we go, can't afford Colorado. Those, go Ramsey. Well, you can't afford Rams. all the weed that Colorado. No, exactly. They don't so, even have a meal plan in the dorms. It's just a marijuana yeah. plan. And <laughs> Celia does want to actually visit the uh, Denver University campus, but I told her that would make you and Clarence very upset. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Enjoy talking to your buddy Guazdecki. <laughs> It's like why, well, she didn't understand that that's yeah a, she didn't a long time anything WCHA about that rival those pie those goddamn pioneers pioneers um, is a stupid name George Guadagni is at least Como plural, idiot <laughs> so I'll be out there all uh, all next week actually so that that'll and, uh, that'll be super fun and you should, super we've fun. had a lot of great guests on this podcast I don't know how but we've had a mm-hmm. lot of really interesting. And fun, talkative, and, cool. and fun people. But I think of all the podcast guests we've ever had, I think Hunter was probably the most interesting person we've ever had on the podcast. Yeah, it well, felt like we did, really, we, we did talk about some sports because did. A, yeah, but mostly we talked about, about making football. documentary films, and it was fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it was fun and cool. Eat your heart out, Ira Glass. We're interesting too. Yeah. Suck at this American life. Yeah, take that. Too beautiful to live. Hey, now wait. Oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. This Luke is, and Andrew will be okay with it. Israel Sounders fans are gross. So. <laughs> hey, I think it'll it'll be interesting to start hating the Sounders again. Yeah, I hated the Sounders yeah. for a long time. Then they went to MLS, and so then I could like the Sounders, and now I have to hate them again. So Did you hate the Timbers too. The oh yeah, I hated Timbers. the Timbers. They're they're hippies, dirty stinking. There's and, a great. Uh, the Dark Clouds have a great song making fun of the Timbers that I'm sure we'll good. we'll have them on the podcast to sing at some point. Yeah, we can have the dark clouds on. That'll be Do fine. Luke and Andrew listen to this podcast? Every once in a while they have, yes. All right, well, for Luke and Andrew, I just want to say Jordan Morris is bad at kicking the ball into the net, and you should feel bad about yourselves. Uh, feel bad. They're too. Bad. They're still angry at Fernando Rodney for ruining the Mariners last year. <laughs> so they're, they're not done with Fernando Rodney. They're not done with Fernando by a long shot. Luke still posts angry tweets about him. <laughs> then he'll delete him like a day later because he feels so bad about it and... Yeah, you know, want to get in trouble like CBS or NPR. Yeah, I, 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 I think I like anyone who's as angry at Fernando Rodney as I am at Brian Rafalski. If you say <laughs> they're not done with Fernando Rodney yet, then I understand them completely. All right, Luke and Andrew, I'm sorry I said those things about Jordan Morris. You're my guys. <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening to the Sportive. This is this has been episode. I don't even know. Hundred and it's in the one seventies. It's think, in right? it's in the one seventies. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. And hopefully soon, school will start, and Clarence will be back, and Brandon's hangover will finally be over, and we can have the whole crew back. That'll be really nice. All right, see you. Bye. Bye. 